0: Welcome once again to According to the Scriptures, where doing things according to God's Word is of eternal importance to us. I'm Kyle Webb, your speaker, and I thank you for joining us today. Last week we began a study of unity in the, in the church, and the importance of unity in the church, and especially in regard to what Paul writes in First Corinthians chapter 12. We talked about the importance of one body, that we are united in one body in Christ, that we are united in baptism into that one body, the same baptism that we are all taught to obey. And we are united in that baptism into Christ and into the Spirit, the one Spirit of God. And further, as we get into the the next few verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, today we'll pick up in verse 14, but as we move forward in our study of this passage, we're going to look at how the body is made up of many members and the importance of each member to the workings of the body. We'll begin reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and our text is going to begin today in verse 14, but let's go back to verse 12 and read into the context of the passage, and then pick up with our text for today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. For as the body is one, and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body, and we'll pick up reading at verse 21 in just a moment. One of the things that Paul is addressing here is that the body is made up of many members. Now, if you'll remember from our last lesson, we talked about how the body is one in Christ. We are to speak the same thing, we are to be of the same mind, and all of that is under the headship of of christ what we do and what we teach is all a matter of what is already taught us in the scriptures so when we teach the things of god when we practice the things of god we are working under the headship of christ and only he is the head of his church but just like the physical body we have one head and yet below the neck we have many members involved in the functioning of the one body you have the hands that are connected to the arms and and the shoulders and you have the feet there that are connected to the legs and the knees and and so forth all of these are members of what is our physical body Our body is one, but it is made up of many members. Now, each member has a different functioning. The fingers don't do the same thing as the toes, and neither do the hands do the same things as the feet, and so forth. But it doesn't make any member of any more importance than another. Now, if we're thinking in terms of, of life and living, and you know there are some things that we can live without. There are some things that that we can't. Um, the heart and the head, the brain, uh, those are, are things of, of the utmost importance, but beyond them, we can live without the functioning, of one or more members but it doesn't make any member of any greater importance than another at least beyond the functioning of the head and the heart and when we look at the spiritual body what is the functioning of the head and the heart it is Christ as the head of his church right and he is our heart he is he is what involves the the thinking and what we do we are under his headship and so we do as he pleases just as the body does what the brain pleases for it to do christ is our head and our heart if you look at it from that perspective (laughs) but but before we get it too far away from our lesson here we shouldn't feel that any member is of greater importance than another and especially in regard to what you can or can't do don't feel like because you can't do this or that that you are not important to the body when we think of the church many would probably place the elders of great importance but they are no greater importance than the member that makes the meal for the fellowship meal. They are no greater than the one who leads singing or the one who uh, participates in the worship. And some might place those of, of greater importance in the church, those that stand before the church, those that, that lead the church in worship or in any other aspect. But they are no more, of no more importance than anyone else in the church just because you can't do what everyone else can do doesn't mean that you aren't special every member is special to god every member is special for what they can do to strengthen the body in verse 18 it says that god has set the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased and certainly he has. Wherever you are within the body, whatever your function may be, whatever you can do is what God has placed you in order to do. And some of those that work behind the scenes, those that aren't always recognized for what they do within the church, some of those are the ones that that are the most important because they encourage and they can strengthen the church even in the small and seemingly insignificant roles that they play. But each one is important to God and you are important to God and I hope that, that you know that more so than anything else. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 47 it says that the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved man may pick and choose and say you can be a part of our club and you can't be But that's not the way the church is set up the lord has added you to his church and he has specifically set you in place where he wants you for your ability and for what you can do in his kingdom So each member is special to the Lord's body. And for Christians to look upon another and say that you aren't important or I'm more important than you, that's, that's not what God wants of his church. We are to instead consider our abilities and how we may strengthen one another. And sometimes it's more about presence than about doing anything. Think of what is said in Hebrews chapter 10 and beginning with verse 24. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching." The Hebrew writer says that we should consider one another. Consider how we can stir up love and good works. There are some people who are good at stirring up things that are not love and good works. They're good at stirring up drama or something of that nature. But we as Christians should think as to how we can stir up love and good works within the body. It says in verse 25, by not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. The presence, that, that we are not abandoning the assembling of ourselves on the first day of the week and at other times. We are considering, when we are attending, we consider one another and how we can stir up love and good works within the functioning of God the body. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 16, From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body, for the edifying, for the building up of itself in love. Every member gives something. Every member contributes something to the body. And you may think that what you contribute is of little importance. But let me tell you that some of the the, the greatest uh, some of the most important members to me are those that that do help with the fellowship meals, that do send out cards, that do make phone calls and do encourage, other members they're behind the scenes maybe and maybe they're not uh uh, those that that serve in the the forefront of the worship service they're not the ones that lead singing and lead in prayers and and do the preaching and 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 serve in other leadership aspects but they can be of great importance in encouragement of those who maybe aren't in attendance or those who are not able to attend, those who are sick, they can comfort and they can encourage and they can be of importance in the body. Let's continue on. Let's read into verses 21 and we'll read through verse 27. Verses 21 through 27. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and members individually." No member is of any more importance than any other, and should never consider himself or herself to be greater than another. No one should look and say, I can do this, and so I'm of more importance than you. That's not the way that God made his body out to be. Each one is of great importance in its own way. God expects of his children humility in such matters James chapter 4 and verse 10 humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up no one has the right to lift themselves up only God God has placed each one where he wants it each member can do exactly what he wants it to do because that's what he wants it to do and he knows that that is what is necessary for the body. if we were to think in terms of what would we do without those that didn't uh, without people that send cards and without people who encourage and make phone calls, then how much encouragement would be going on in the church without them? Probably very little. you see. Those are of great importance in the service of the kingdom. We need encouragers. We need those who, who think on how they can encourage, whether it be in a leadership role or whether it be in following. But each member is important. And no member is of any greater importance than any other and so we need to understand that. We need to make sure that we are not placing ourselves on a pedestal, that we are not placing ourselves and saying, I'm of more importance than you. But likewise, we shouldn't look up to any other and say, you're of more importance than me. That's where we, we have uh, some problems sometimes when, uh, when members of a church place in a high regard a preacher or someone else of, of a leadership standing and they say you're more important and they get to thinking they're more important that's not the way that God that God intended for the body to work but let's finish out by reading verses 28 through 31 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and God has appointed these in the church first apostles second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues? Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts? And yet, I show you a more excellent way. The unity here addressed in First Corinthians chapter 12 is tied to the Corinthians' high regard for spiritual gifts that we talked about in our last lesson. They placed spiritual gifts, they, they looked at those who had spiritual gifts, and they said, You're more important than I am. These are more important. And they desire those spiritual gifts. And yet God was going to tell them there is going to come a time when these spiritual gifts matter not within the church. There is going to come a time where these spiritual gifts that you are striving for are going to be done away with. Not all have leadership qualities and not all have the same spiritual gifts and abilities in service to christ but what we do have is to be used in god's service a christian's love and appreciation for his fellow members is of higher importance than any of these of the highest importance even as paul is going to address In chapter 13. Our love for our fellow members is of greater importance in fulfilling God's will in life, in service, and especially in faithfulness. Without love, where would we be? And so we are to be joined together. We are to recognize who we are And how God has organized his church. Again, Christ is the head of his church. Always has been. Always will be. God placed him as head of his church for a very good reason. That is exactly where God wants him to be. And we recognize him as head. And we humble ourselves under him. We belong to Christ. We are the church of Christ. And we are united as his body, as one body, as many members of one body, the one body of Christ that does and teaches as he commanded in his scriptures. Each member has a different functioning. And in regard to spiritual gifts, some had them, some had different gifts, but they were all important to the functioning of the body. Each member was important to the functioning of the body, and so it continues today. Elders are not of any more importance than the lowliest member. They're important in regard to leadership. We need elders to lead the church and to have the knowledge and wisdom that they do and to apply that in leading The church and keeping it together, keeping it united. But they're also members. Preachers are also members. Bible class teachers are also members of this one body. And not one is to ever say that one is not important because you can't do this or you can't do that. You can't do what I do that's not how god organized his body to be god wants us to be one he wants us to be united he wants us to function as one body and to respect one another for what we can do and what we can add to the functioning of the lord's church thank you again for your attention and listening to this lesson and I hope that it's been helpful to you. And I hope that you'll stick around for just a moment. We'll take a short break and I will be back in a moment to give you more information about our congregation and how you may contact us.
1: I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided No turning back, no turning back. Though none go with me, I still will follow. Though none go with me, I still will follow. Though none go with me, I still will follow. No turning back, no turning back. My cross I'll get. Jesus my cross carry I to Jesus no
0: On behalf of myself and of the Mars Hill Church of Christ, we thank you for joining us. We hope you will be back with us next Tuesday at eleven AM right here on the Gospel Radio Network at TGRN.org. If you would like to contact us, our phone number is 615-203-3637. If you would like to find out more about our congregation, our website is www.marshillcoc.org. Our email address is marshillcoc.org at gmail.com and if you would like to contact us the old fashioned way our address is 1135 Rucker Road Christiana, Tennessee 37037 If you are in our area we would love to meet you in person our service times are 9am for Bible study and 10am for worship on Sunday mornings Thank you again for joining us And until we meet again, may God bless you.